Hello and welcome to the Saints Fans Podcast. We are back for one special episode. I'm James George and I'm joined by my fellow co-host and one of my good mates, Mark Higgins. How are you? I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm very good. Apart from Southampton, which is how we start the show pretty much every single time when we used to do this regularly. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Apart from Southampton. (laughs) Yeah, precisely, mate, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I suppose we're going to kick straight into it, but, you know, we obviously Hughes went, Ralph come in, uh, and it seemed to lift everybody at the club. His demeanour, the, the type of character he was. I mean, I've got to be honest, James, I didn't even know he was when he came when he first came. No, I didn't. The research. Yeah. Um, so, no, he, he did. He, he had an initial impact, and he lifted everybody, and, they, you know, the Austrian cop, they called him in the media, um, and everybody was excited and it seemed to get everybody thinking do you know what we can stay up with this guy um, and since then mate like I, I did warn at the time when we when we, when we did appoint him I said look I'm not going to get to everyone was getting really excited on the, on the, on the Saints hashtag and everyone was really buzzing about him because they looked into what he'd done at Ingolstadt uh, and then RB Leipzig um, and everyone was like oh, I can't believe we've got this guy in and I was like look, just calm down you know, the usual sort of like uh, bedwetter, James. I was like, you know, let's see what it's all about. Well, I was the same. Yeah, I was the same. I said, I'm not going to get excited until I see him after a few games. Yep. Yeah, so I said that and I thought, well, I said, regardless of how good this guy is, or he could be, he needs to be backed. And I said, the proof will be in the pudding in the January transfer window, right, that they back him or not. That was what I said at the time when we signed him, right? And I was like, let's see the intentions. Everyone's like, oh, this is a signal of intent. They've sat Les Reed, they've signed Ralph, they sat the other guy, Martin Howard. There's no way Ralph would come in unless he knew he was going to get backed, was the line. Yeah. yeah. And Ralph knew he was going to sign, and, you know, and, and this was a signal of intent and all that. And I was like, hold on, calm down. Let's wait and see in January what the signal of intent is. And that, it, it, everybody knows now. Our club doesn't want to spend a single penny when they needed to. They, we've let four players go. Now, you might think, yeah, they're all shit players or whatever, or some fans might think, yeah, they're all Deadwood or whatever they might be. Gabby is not Deadwood. He's scoring in Sampdoria. He could score for Southampton. Right, Cedric is arguably the best right back we have before, before we loaned him out to Inter James, so we didn't even send it and have a replacement like that. We loaned him out. Stephen Davis, I could probably say, yeah, he's at, yeah, he's at the end of his career, so I can understand that one. Uh, but Wesley Hoyt, yeah, who's been terrible for us under Hughes, wasn't even given a chance under um, Ralph Hasenhutl, and they give Jack Stevens a chance, and he makes mistakes week after week. So, just to, just to give you a little quick lowdown, James, those players, those four players that we let go, that's about two hundred seventy thousand pounds a week that we've got off the wage bill. Wage bill. Yeah. Right? Why don't we sign anyone? Why don't we bring anyone in? It's shocking. Absolutely shocking. We got rid of four players, four pro senior players, and didn't sign anyone when we were in a relegation battle. The funny thing is, is oh, I've got so many different views on it. And it's, <laughs> it's really hard. I, I'm, not, I'm never going to get all my different points of view. And I haven't, I haven't put any structure in this at all. I was literally saw your thing about how... You know, you're on Ralph's back a little bit, and I was like, do you know what? I actually think, from what I've seen, he's a manager that I like. But the problem is, is I don't feel as though, and I said this from the beginning, I said, 
if Ralph is choosing not to sign players and he really does feel this squad is good enough, I had some confidence in Ralph and I actually thought, you know what? I think he will keep us up. And I still do to a certain extent if he feels that the decisions being made are his decisions. My problem is, is I don't feel that's the case. I still feel extremely confident that Ralph has been lied to, pretty much like everyone has always been lied to by our board and owners. And I feel as though he's probably been promised the world. And it wouldn't surprise me if behind the scenes he's already infuriated and maybe he did try and sign players. The problem is, is we never know. Everyone within inside the club, they're always trying to cover up issues and trying to make things look better than what they are. Matthew Letizia being one of them. And it's one of these things that on paper, I we've got some good players, but they are nowhere near the quality what they should be. Do I feel as though... We've got the squad to stay up. I still think we should do. I still think he's an intelligent enough manager that he will keep us up. But it's really hard to express how annoyed I am, how disillusioned I am with the board, with the owners and with our fans. What I find the most infuriating thing of our fans is they are the most up and down fans I can ever imagine. Literally... And I would add accepting, accepting of mediocrity at best. Well, the thing is, it's, it's so weird because one minute, well, I just face it, for a few seasons we were calling this even when we were successful. So don't say that we are these fans that change our mind every two minutes. Me and you are actually the complete opposite. We know what's wrong with this club we know what the main issue is and fans are so funny because they were against us calling us names and whatnot for how long then we start doing awful then it's like james you know mark and james you're right then we win a couple of games and they think the board are the most incredible thing in the world they did an amazing job bringing ralph in and and i just we said the thing is yeah i actually we both said both on the same page let's not judge ralph until we've looked at it the funny thing is, we're now going to we'll, we'll discuss it more. What we actually think about Ralph in a minute, but we yes. both agree the problem is is Ralph could be the best manager in the world. Look at Klopp; he came in, he actually did a worse job than Brendan Rodgers, I think it was when he came in. It took him time to build something at Liverpool. So saying he's a new Klopp, if he is the new, yeah, if and he got a lot of money to turn it round and a lot of time to be good. If you look at all the managers, Pep, why is Pep doing such a good job? He got a lot of money. It's very, very difficult for a manager to come into a team which is losing week in, week out, which has sold its best players for a long time, which doesn't have any direction from the board or the ownership. They've sacked pretty much everyone above him apart from an ice hockey guy. How is he supposed to do a really good job? He has not been given the tools. So I think, and I'm going to call you an idiot for this, I don't think you and the rest of the idiots that are getting on Ralph's back should be. <laughs> so there you go, Mark. Why do you think Ralph isn't what he says, you know, right. what everyone thinks he is? Let, let me come back. So my, my tweet the other day, I said, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get this in now, I'll get this in early doors, Ralph's average, right? And I said, reason being, he believed his own hype, 
Um, he believed that he had a squad good enough to stay up and sanctioned four player cells and didn't get anyone in. So you think he sanctioned the cells, he's in complete control and he didn't decide to buy a player? Well, this is the thing, right? We can only speculate. A pair of us can only speculate. I believe he was more than happy to let those four players leave. 100%. So Cedric to leave, uh, Gabby to leave, Gabby didn't kick a ball under him, Hoyt didn't kick a ball under him, Davis didn't kick a ball He actually him. wanted, by the way, he wanted, I think we should talk about, he wanted Austin, he was happy for Austin to go as well. Um, yeah. So we would technically be left with, Obafemi's got injured, so, uh, Ings is injured, so we'd be left with Long, Austin and Gallagher. If he left, it would be Long and Gallagher. Yes. How many Premier League goals have they got in the last 10 years? Or in quite a few years or whatever, it's ridiculous. Precisely. So this is where this is my thinking, right? So yes, we can only, like you said, we can only speculate if it is the board controlling him or the or. But then, surely, if he's a manager of the caliber that you like to think he is, and a lot of our fans do, he wouldn't allow the board to sanction those deals and not bring her on in without speaking up about it. I would expect him at least with the character that he's already shown to speak up and say. I was not happy the board sold these players and they did not bring anybody in. Uh, the, the, do you know what the funny thing? thing? Yeah, I, I agree with that. The The problem, I remember when Strachan, you know, I think Strachan spoke out about it when he didn't get the players and he kind of suggested why that why he left. But my were if he, yeah, to be honest, I agree with you. If he allowed these players to go and he thinks our squad is good enough, there's a major worry there. I and mean, it kind of shows you shouldn't bring in someone who is outside of the Premier League, who doesn't understand that these players aren't good enough. But I, I, think, it, I think it's a bit of naivety and arrogance. I really do. I, I, I genuinely think the guy is talented, right? I think he's got charisma. He gets the fans behind him. Uh, he's, he's coming, he's a bit of a hardliner, so if players don't abide by the way he wants to play, they're shipped out. But I genuinely think in this, in this instance, it's his arrogance and his naivety. So if we do get relegated, James, right, yes, the board could have backed him, but backed him better, but I believe he would have been happy with the players that he let go and not get anybody in. He would have probably liked to have got Che Adams in, right? But... I, 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 I don't know if there's a manager out there who doesn't want to sign a player. My opinion is, surely he would have wanted to sign a player. I, the problem is with this whole situation is there's no leadership from anywhere. There's no one actually pulling the strings. We don't know if the manager's been given, you know, kind of a bigger role within the club and he's decided to bring... We don't know if... Ralph Kruger is. We don't know if there's anyone else. We don't know if the the owner's now trying to sell it because he's got financial issues in China. We have no idea what is going on. And for me, it is unbelievably worrying. The truth is, if we actually, you know, we like Ralph, you know, he's good with the fans. He pumps his chest when we win. He celebrates. But if we actually look at it, Mark Hughes came in. And the fans thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread because he kept us up. Then, as soon as he loses a couple of games, the fans are on the back. When he actually got sacked, we got a good result at home to Man United. The best result we probably had in a while. And I was one of the only fans who was like, I don't see why everyone's so obsessed with sacking Mark Hughes. For me, the board are the issue. 
And the funny thing is, everyone was against me. You know, Hughes has got to go. Hughes has got to go. The new manager comes in and everyone's like, see, it was the manager. No. It, as once again, I don't think it matters who's in charge of our football club when we've got the idiots who are above them. I agree to an extent, I really do, because you know, if, if he was told that we would get somebody in and we'd sell these players, and we, but then, I've got to be honest, there's quite a consistent note that we'd have to let Charlie go before we could get Che or even attempt to get Che Adams right, or something like this. So I think there was a consistent note that we hadn't finished offloading players before we could get somebody in, which I find ridiculous. Like I just said to you, £270,000 a week off the wage bill, alright? It's utter ridiculous to think we've got no money. And I'm not buying that. That's bullshit, in my opinion. All right? But going back to going back to Ralph, I, I think that, he, yes, whilst he's a motivator, yes, he can, like you say, the fist pumping, the going up the crowd, tapping his chest when we win a game, gets the crowd behind him, James. But the football is shit, again. The football against Cardiff, shit. The football against Burnley, shit. The football against Arsenal, shit. We haven't got the players to get good football. People are talking about... You know, we were supposed to get this high pressing. James, James, where's the high press? Where's the high press? Because we haven't got the players to. That's the problem. <laughs> but but then why let players? Why let four players go and bring nobody in? Yeah, that is the. He, if he wants to play a certain way, uh, and it sounds like he does, he has a certain way of playing playing football. Then he needs to be able to bring in players that work with that, and. That's where that is where my argument is. The fans are arguing about whether you know whether the manager's good, this and that. We're arguing about whether certain players. The fans are the most hypocritical people in the world, in my opinion. I mean, most fans have them, you know, to be honest as well. But it's the issue is I also see is the fans are like we know we need to we need to play youth players. This is great. We got rid of Cedric and we're playing a youth team player. And then two minutes later. They're moaning about the youth team player not being good enough. And why have we not signed players? The message from the fans is just so hypocritical and so stupid. It just annoys me. How it, This is how a football club should work. Personally, this is... And this is... This is how... You shouldn't be signing loads of squad players on high wages which is what we've done we've signed players like Van Dyke. we've not replaced him with first team quality James, we've signed squad players say quality over quantity you should have a 16 of top quality amazing players who are going to every time you sign a player they are not someone who is going to be this squad player who might be good enough to get in a team they are good enough to hit the first team running you're going to pay them high wages and you've got 16 people on high wages then you have the youth team around them not a squad of 25 to 30 average players and then youth team under them and then you're trying to sell all those rubbish players and then you're trying to bring in youth team players who are not good the whole system that we've got is shocking I much preferred it when we had a really good team and then we had youth team players coming in. Remember when, like, Snyderlin and things got injured and we had to bring in Harry Reid, for example? Yeah. Remember when Gallagher had to come in up front again? Um, I think we played against Arsenal when he did really well under Potocino when Potocino took first over. Then if they do a good job, they keep their place in the team. We shouldn't be getting rid of players and then... Playing all these youth team players just to play them. Do you know why we're doing it? Do you know why we're doing it, Mark? 
purely because the only way this club makes money is if we breed youth team players and we sell them for high value. And this club is all about just making money. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I was going to say it to you now, that we are top of the next spend league yet again. So at least we're winning something. At least we're winning something, thanks to Van Day. Do you know what I mean? It infuriates me that our fans are so accepted because of the history of relegation battles that all of a sudden we're just a team lucky enough to be in the Premier League, which is what Ralph tried out a while ago. Forget the fact that we were tapping on the Champions League door, finishing sixth under Koeman. Forget that, you know. We're just a small club in the Premier League punching above our weight. It's shocking. The rhetoric is disgusting. It's pushed by local media like Adam Blackmore and Adam Leach. It's, there's no one asking serious questions of our club. Nobody. And it's not good enough. And the fans are the one, James. Even the ones that we disagree with, they're the ones that will suffer in the end. Because if we get relegated, make no bones about it, every decent player that we've got, or half-decent player like Bertrand, Lamina, Hoiberg, um, you know, all these players that we've got, they'll be gone, they'll be sold, and it'll just go straight into the owner's pocket. And then we'll have a team full of youth that just are shit and aren't good enough. Back in, when people talk about the different, you know, back in the day... We used to support the team no matter what. The difference was, back in the day, we did have owners that didn't actually have the money behind them to invest in the club. We had a small stadium. So we, we, we actually had a, a limit. We had a ceiling that we could reach. And to be honest, it was, very, it was impossible for us to break that ceiling because the, no one was able to invest that money. We, we didn't, the difference is, we've had an owner who has taken out, effectively taken out 200 million from the club by selling the club at the value that well, James, she did. James, let's talk about that for a second, right? Catherine Lieber, right? She's, she's pocketed 200 million quid from her dad's purchase, right? She sold this club down the river. She sold this club to a, a gentleman that cannot invest any money in the club. And she, when she sold the club to him, she said that he can take this club onto a new, another level that I can't. She blatantly lied to the... She has. She, she, she's done what she said. She has. She's ta- she sold the club to someone who can take it onto another level. Unfortunately, that level is going to be a division below. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, people can't forgive her for that. I, I can't. She's completely sold us all down the river. We were, we were starting to... like go in the right direction it was it felt at times one step forward two steps back it's well and truly she sold us to a guy with no money apparently the funny thing is you you actually i believe can run a premier league football club with no investment quite well the if it was you know sold to the fans at no cost and we could run it I actually think that if you put the right infrastructure in, you can do a good job and live within your means and do an okay job. But you've got to have the right infrastructure there. The problem is, is Ralph and Les seem to negotiate this sale to someone pretty much on the proviso that it's probably Ralph um, Kruger on the proviso that he would still run it. So if we had someone who really knew what they were doing running the club i actually think you could do a good job and stay within your means a good example as you've said we've got two hundred and sixty thousand off the wage bill we were running the club not at a loss before with that two hundred and sixty thousand wage bill so we've got effectively two hundred and sixty thousand wage bill that we could have spent in january so why why not sign someone who is incredible who's going to automatically 
improve the team to make sure that we stay up. But they don't want to spend the money, James. They don't want to spend like what it takes to sign that player, like thirty million. We've, we're never going to take that leap of faith and actually sign the quality. As we touched, as you touched on earlier, they won't sign the quality that is required. But do you know why? It's because they they've signed players in the past recently that have not been quality. So yeah, I think absolutely. now the chairman, the, the owner, doesn't want to write checks because he looks at it and says, "I gave you money." Well, obviously, it's diff- I'm not. Some of the money was his. Some of the money was from before. But if you look at it as a package between the two owners, they've they've got 75 million for Virgil Van Dyke, and they've got money for this, and they've got money for that. And who have we actually signed who is yeah, any good? No, we've absolutely spaffed it. Yeah. So shocking recruitment. Shocking recruitment. You're absolutely right. And like you said, if you want to be a sustainable club living within your means, your recruitment has to be spot on. And we used to get it. Not spot on, but we used to get it. But the the different right, the key people who were in charge of our football club behind the scenes, the Paul Mitchells and stuff, yeah. they they probably scouted not only the players that we bought at the time, but the players that we bought for a few years after were all scouted originally by someone like Paul Mitchell. Yes. So his legacy lived on for a few years afterwards, which Les Reed kind of you know, everyone talked about, yeah, he lived off someone like Paul Mitchell. Someone really important to our club has left, which I got a feeling might have been someone like him. And then we've not had anyone. This black box wasn't this magic system. It was one, it was, it was one person who was... He's done it as well, James. He's done it at Lysic. So, you know, it's not a coincidence, is it? We need to bring in someone who's unbelievably knowledgeable about sport and, and let them take over this football club. That is, that is how we save this football club, in my opinion, is we give someone like him who's young, who's gifted, who understands football, who's got an eye for talent, and we give them the reins of our football club. That is the only way with these owners that we are going to save it. But the problem is, is Ralph loves being in charge. He loves the sound of his own voice. He loves having this big job. He's probably getting paid an absolute packet. It's not going to happen when he's in charge. No, I know, and I, I don't. I, I just don't know where we go from it. I think I genuinely think the club is a mess. I have thought, I've thought it for a while now, and like I've fed up with you know my presence on Twitter isn't as much anymore because I just you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall, and people say things about us because we speak up and tell the truth, and people don't want to hear the truth. Unfortunately, they want to hear it. Um, the club fed bollocks. They want to hear the rest of it come out of the club and they just tow the party line, so to speak. Um, and it's just, it is exhausting. And I've wa- I'm watching it, James, and I think we're in serious trouble here. We're 18th. We are in serious trouble of relegation. The truth is, if Ing stays fit for even just a handful of games in the right games, I, we've got enough to stay up because he will score enough goals to stay up. We're relying pretty much on one player being fit for a handful of big games. That's the, if, if he's fit, I feel as though we've got enough. The problem is I don't see how we can score enough goals if he's not. Oh, I know. This is the thing, isn't it? And we didn't buy, we didn't, we didn't, you know, we let Gabby go, who can score goals, who is a poacher. If we didn't get given a chance, we let him go, James, without having anyone lined up. That's, that, that is shocking. But we've done this for no, years. We've, we've sold before we've bought. And then we've, you know, like Fonte, we sold him. And then we didn't really effectively replace him until the summer after. And it's a constant with a useless player. 
but it's a constant thing that we, we sell players and then maybe, you know, one or two, we hope that we can, someone else does the job. And when they don't, we then bring in someone. Like in the summer, we might sign someone possibly, but that could be too late. I, I'm intrigued what you think about certain players and stuff and, and, and positions because for me, the back two or three are just nowhere near the standard that they need to be. I see that I saw this thing on Twitter and many people were saying Virgil van Dijk and Toby are the two best defenders in the Premier League at the moment. <laughs> it's about right, isn't it? And, right. and I look at it and just think Yoshida, we've been saying for years, wasn't good enough for the you know, to be even our third or fourth choice. Now we're like he's our best defender. He can't get in the thing. You tell me why he can't get in the thing. I, I, we haven't. I think a lot of our defenders wouldn't be that bad. You know, like Fonte, Fonte and Lundigvam. They weren't the best centre backs, but next to good players, they were good centre backs. I feel as though some of our centre backs would be pretty, would be okay next to a top quality centre back. But we don't have one. We just don't have a top quality that, leader. Ben, ben But under um, would would he be better than than Fonte and Virgil, Fonte and Toby, Fonte and Lovren? He was wouldn't get in wouldn't get in in front of them when they were at their best. No, of course, no, no, of course he wouldn't. No, no, no we haven't replaced. Like we 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 just our recruitment has been shocking. It's been appalling. I actually, but, like, Valerie's not. You know, I actually, you know. He's not a bad player, but no, he's right. he's, is he he's anywhere good. near the quality of Klein? Anywhere near no. it? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I um, target. I can't believe that we let Cedric go out on loan, James. On loan. I Cedric. Cedric. The problem is, is he didn't want to be here anymore. Look at Tadic. He didn't. He's oh come out. Didn't want to be there anymore. We've run this club so badly that anyone who was half decent didn't want to be at the football club. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's telling, isn't it? The, if, the players don't want, if any any half decent player they want to be, in, that's telling. They you don't, you don't have to take our word for it. Just look at the bloody players and what they have to say. When they, they have to say no one wants to be there. No one. Have, w- you, th- have you seen Cedric's and like and uh, like uh, Tavich's and Gabby's posts since they've left? They're all over Twitter posting. Oh yeah, it's basically posting saying about, they, they, about Sampdoria, posting about yeah, you know, posting about Ajax. I don't even know why I was dropped. The mood is yeah. so drab. Didn't know why they weren't playing. Didn't know this. Didn't know that. There was no communication. Honestly, our football club's a mess, and I find it infuriating that the fans are all projecting different signals. Everyone should be, and I've been saying this for years, on the back to the board and to the owners. And pretty much, you look at Newcastle; they're all on the same page. They don't know what the situation is. They have got an owner who hasn't got a clue and they've got a manager who's great they don't get on the manager's back and they don't get on the player's back and we shouldn't be getting on our players back and we should not and it's another thing i hate about the fans is you know there's certain players in that team who are not good enough don't go and tag them on twitter and give them no confidence <laughs> yeah, whatsoever I apologise if you randomly hear a hoover in the background. My wife started um, getting the vacuum on. Um, That's all right, mate. But no, no, seriously, like, I agree with you on that. We shouldn't be doing that. Um, we we should be getting behind these players. We should be getting behind the manager. And 
we should be on the back of the board and the owners. We should all be on the same page, giving the same message, and beforehand, we should be out there, strike, you know, out there with the banners and stuff outside the ground, demonstrating, get the, Ralph, get out, Ralph, get out, or whatever. You know what, mate? I, I suggested this. Other people have suggested it, and we've been shot down in flames. Yeah. People say, nah, man, just support the club, and all this sort of stuff. If you don't want to be there, don't turn up, or don't you turn up if you want to protest, and all this sort of stuff. So until the fans want to protest, we, we are banging our heads, mate, against a brick wall. But I agree with you completely. I mean, I don't go to the game. I haven't bought any merchandise this year. I haven't bought one single ticket. I am not spending another penny giving that to those owners. I'm no, and I'm the same. Way, no way. I'm completely the same, and for me, I'm not going to do. I don't care if we go on and have an amazing season because of one fluke, because we've got an amazing manager. My issue is still the same. Until I see something majorly change behind the scenes, Les Reed was one step, but I said straight away, it is one small step. I want Ralph Kruger out of this football club. Fair enough. If these owners, they, we, for all we know, they're getting spouted crap by Ralph it could not it might not be the owners it could be at Ralph unless I see a major change in this football club I'm sorry but I'm not giving them a penny and my, my whole thing to the fans is stop arguing between ourselves stop moaning whether youth team players should be playing and all this rubbish stop worrying about whether our manager's good whether it's Mark Hughes whether it's you know the new Ralph, whoever it is, whoever it is, the issue's the board, and we should all be moving in the same direction to get this board, to get Ralph Kruger out of our football club, and possibly get new owners. Yeah, I agree, mate. We need some, we need some clarity on what the owner wants. He hasn't even spoken to the fans. We have no idea what the guy wants. Um, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I mean, I'm not going to spend another penny of my money until I see proper investment in the club from the owners. And like you said, we need to be on the same page as fans. Stop bitching and moaning at each other and getting each other's back. Because we all want the same thing at the end of the day, which is a successful football club. Right, we're going to leave it there because I've got a feeling when people listen back to this, they're just going to hear a random vacuum upstairs uh, towards the end. So we might as well hook it up. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Mark. Once again, it's just 30 minutes of us moaning about the fans, the club, everything. Nothing really positive for us to say. <laughs> no, thank you for having me, mate. Um, but hopefully, mate, hopefully it resonates with some people and they, they sort of understand where we're coming from and they get, they get how, you know, where we are the way we are.